0: Welcome to Indigo Voices, a podcast about people trying to find themselves in this complex world. On this podcast, we talk about topics from as many sides as we can, hoping to broaden understanding.
1: Our intention is to stop taking things as they are the way they are, just because. Instead, look at the many factors that affect the topic of the day.
0: The topic of the day is masculinity.
1: Manhood.
0: I think that our conversation is going to exceed our episode limit so absolutely. what do you I think about that. talking comfortably and breaking this episode into
1: a two-part series absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> but granted by the fact that we have no choice um i would love that man to be honest i don't even think two parts would be enough for this episode but Very true before we get into it You guys, have you purchased Nostalgia by Albert Garcia? (laughs) It's fucking amazing. It's a book of a couple of short stories and poems that my boy has written. It's in two languages, right? You can read it twice. (laughs) Nostalgia by Albert Garcia. You can find it in Amazon. I will personally buy it for you and deliver it.
0: Yo, you know I don't even have a physical copy.
1: That's a fucking shame.
0: <clears throat> I got to get, get my own book. <laughs> you do
1: got to get your own book. Look at <laughs> this. I've gotten, I've, had, I've gotten like eight copies. He's a beast supporter.
0: Yo, before we begin talking about masculinity and, and manhood, what's it, what does it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. Just a super interesting question that I've been thinking about since we last recorded is, if you were a mythical creature,
1: Right. What would you be? I'd be a centaur.
0: A centaur? Yes, so I would. So explain to the people, what is a centaur, and why would you choose to be a centaur? Let's
1: put it super simple. It's like a half man, like the, the top part of a man, torso and up, is a man. Everything beneath is like a horse. And why? Because one, they look cool as fuck. Two, they're usually shredded. So I imagine if I am this centaur, I'm not all like flabby, you know? Pretty guy. I don't know, centaurs are just cool <laughs> I would have said vampire, but that's basic So I thought of something else that I've always thought was cool And it's a centaur You Do you know how fast a motherfucking centaur can run? As fast as a horse? <laughs> that's a good guess
0: Shit, I don't know And I'm going to just
1: let Shorty's hop on I'm be like, what's up, you need a ride? Like, it's good, just grab on You'd be a cab or an Uber driver? I absolutely would Uber It'd be like Uber. X, you could do that now
0: Uber without Ford. being a centaur.
1: <laughs> I'm supposed to give him a piggyback ride. Like, <laughs> I'm downstairs. I don't want to wait more than five minutes. Yo. What would you be?
0: Dude, I, I think I'd be a
1: dragon. Dragon is cool. Dragon is dope. I, like, the, you know, those
0: dragons that could speak that are like wise and yeah. have those deep voices like that.
1: I think that's a pretty dope answer.
0: Like that. Stop. Before. He could fly. Before I landed on being a dragon, I was thinking like, shit, maybe I'll be a vampire, you
1: know? Because vampires are dope, man. Vampires well, if they, if are They dope. are the way that I'm thinking. Like, you know, not. I don't want any like whack. Can't walk out in the day vampire. I don't want no Twilight vampire. Mm-hmm. You know. I was thinking like, Vampire Diaries type vampire. Yeah. You know? Those are pretty cool. Like, i just be old and I drink and, you know.
0: It'd be cool. But I, I, think, I don't
1: know. I think vampires are played out, man. I'd rather be a fucking I think dragon. they are. That's why I'd rather be a fucking centaur. Now imagine a centaur at a bar. That's right. I'd be the coolest fucking centaur. You. <laughs> shit. You couldn't get right, into a man. dragon.
0: Let's let's get into it, man. Let's do it. So to you personally, Angel, what does it mean to be a man?
1: Being a man to me means being the protector. Um, it means, and, and this falls under the line as a protector because as, although it is corny, I think what differentiates a man and a woman is just how a man moves. You know, there are certain things that, which may seem like a double standard, but there are certain ways that women, you know, like how they say, oh, gossiping is for women and, you know, all the nagging and stuff like that. I feel like that's best left for the women. Now, I'm not saying that it's necessarily a good trait, but it's like imagine women gossiping, which is normal, versus men gossiping. It's kind of like, and there's a difference in the way you do it, I guess. So that's why I go about. I, I mean, I'm like it depends on how you move, but essentially, you know, a man to me um, checks his movements. You know, he's a protector. He puts others before himself, not even just women, other men as well, Um, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and in an off chance where there's multiple men in the situation, they each try to protect each other and set group or, you know? So protector, one who checks himself is responsible and accountable for his actions, um, which is not necessarily a gender thing because either person has to be accountable for their actions. But, you know, I, I feel like you can't call yourself a man if you don't have accountability. And a person who respects, man. Okay. You just, respect is essential for to be a human being, but in a man disrespect seems nastier, I guess. To me, in my opinion, yeah. when I've seen a man be disrespectful, it seems like it's like, dude, you're what are you doing, you know? So
0: so what you're saying is that I mean you've you've really pointed out disparities. Between what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman, although this episode doesn't necessarily tackle what it means to be a woman, we're focusing we have on being a man. On that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but based on your definition of what it means to be a man, you're saying that men do stuff differently than women and are like held to more accountability than women with certain aspects. Now, with the ones that you mentioned, right?
1: Mm -hmm. In a sense. The ones
0: that we mentioned, which was um, gossiping and being the protector. Let's focus on those for a little bit first. Right. So you're saying if men gossip, would it be a worse act than women gossiping?
1: Not necessarily. It just... It doesn't seem fit. Not that women should gossip either. But you know there, You know how there's like traits that uh, when women do them, you're kind of like, whatever, which is, I guess, a double standard. But it doesn't take from the fact that they're bad traits. Gossiping in general is annoying. But you expect it from a woman. You don't expect it from a man. I mean, mm-hmm. these days, you expect it from uh, anyone. But it just seems like it's like, dude, what are you doing, you know? I think cuz women women holding we get it like that's they do that they talk fine but when a man does it it just seems i don't know like you know it seems out of place it seems like it seems much more like like what are you doing like you shouldn't you shouldn't be spending your time gossiping like they go yo um not that either one should but with women i think it's more acceptable because of the way we see it i guess because like we're used to that But it just seems it's just like what are you doing?
0: I totally get you. Like, I'm with you there, up to the point. Like, I'm with you, and I agree with you that the act of, you know, gossiping is, is a negative act, a negative behavior. But, but to hold them, to hold, to have the accountability different from whether it is a woman or a man. That's where I'm like,
1: "Hmm." I'm questioning that. Of course, and I understand why you would question that. That's why I was trying to express it as best as I could. Like I said, it's not accepted by either one. You know, it's not like, like I said, it's something bad. Like it's something that I, it's a turn off if I see it in a woman, and it's a turn off if I see it in a man. Like in like, it's like, I'm not gonna wanna chill with each other, but it just, being a man means you're kind of like, to me, we don't, we don't pay attention to shit that like is unnecessary. You know women tend to like stay on certain topics or give too much energy towards things that don't really matter, and I'm not saying that men can't, but in the sense of you like sitting there and talking about it i'm not like, I don't know it's one not only how I was raised, but at the same time, it's just like growing up, I thought I don't like people who gossip period, but it's like when you're a man doing it, it just seems like it's a different way of of taking accountability or of a different way of being held accountable.
0: Right. Now, part of the reason why I chose this topic today or why we're even discussing this topic is mm-hmm. because we just have a different opinion of what we it do. means to be a man. We do. Now, fundamentally, is different because mm-hmm. I believe that a man is somebody who identifies as a man. Right. That's, my, that's my personal opinion. Now, there are qualities that go with people who identify as man
1: mm-hmm. that are
0: similar mm-hmm. to what you believe what is a man. You know, the right. protector. Basically, the behaviors that they do, let's just say, mm-hmm. the attitudes that they have are common. Also, society has their own opinion of what a man is. Right? So... And, and you could add to that, you know, society believes that men are, are meant to be aggressive, are meant to be loud, mm-hmm. are meant to be violent, dominant, um, and overall superior in, in more than one aspect. Whether it be in the workforce, you know, earning more money economically right. or or maybe maybe athletically you know, being faster, stronger, et cetera, than their woman counterpart. Is there anything that you want to touch upon, whether what I think of that men are or what society thinks that men is?
1: A lot of what both of us, what we have to realize is a lot of what both of us Mm -hmm. think a man is, even if it's not entirely, is a piece of how society views men. Um, You know, because even in the sense where you stated that a man is someone who identifies as a man, we get that from society. You get that from those people who are openly themselves and, you know, free us of gender roles and stuff like that. So in a sense, you've also dipped in those waters. I guess I I dipped in the more traditional waters, in the sense. Because at the same time, like, though I stated those things, and I definitely meant them. it does not mean that a woman cannot be a protector it does not mean that a woman doesn't have the accountability and it certainly doesn't mean that gossiping for women is like it's not cute you know what mm-hmm. i mean but there are certain things that fall for fall under both women and men but they just mean more or at least um way heavier on one side or the other if you know what i mean because nobody worries about yes you should be a gentleman But there are certain things that nobody tells um, a man to like, oh, check how you sit, check your posture, this and that. But they tell women this, you know? And that is something that weighs heavier on them and it's not necessarily okay, you know? Like you've heard the term ladylike or just like it's the term man up. I have a love and hate relationship with those things because certain things are understandable and certain things matter. But like at the same time, it's like, it depends on how you use them, you know
0: yeah, and, and before we get more into detail on those phrases like man up, I want to ask you a quick question based on what you just said now mm-hmm. is you said again we're not right now we're focusing on men right should know, yeah, be for a man, right so so you said, being a protector, and I agree with you, being a protector is a quality. Uh, is the quality of a man. Mm-hmm. A woman can also be a protector. For sure. Now, this is my question to you, and this is where I'm, I'm a little bit uh, hazy, fuzzy on what you mean, is that mm-hmm. if we have both a man who is a protector and a woman who is a protector, is there a difference in not how they're protecting, but in the quality of the protection?
1: Not necessarily in the quality of the protection. So before but you which, before you proceed, way.
0: before you proceed, I'll let you go. If that is the case, then why is the quality of being a protector not common between
1: the two? Why is that a quality of being a protector? It's not common because in a room where you have a woman who's a protector and a man who's a protector, that woman is going to look for towards that man for protection it's given my experience and that of others i know many strong women you know who who are protectors handle their shit get it done i'm not necessarily equaling my strength or my drive to them but we're in the same room and the slightest thing occurs and it's angel this angel that you know what i mean with certain things Oh, but, you know, and it may just be society, but it's it's also with the you know they have this saying that like we're kind of rough around the edges and we're kind of like and it's not necessarily every man. I will repeat that because you know there's maybe we'll get into this as well there's certain feminine traits that men can have or feminine traits or there's a certain um exposure to femininity that a man can have, you know um. And you can still be manly. You can still be a man. just different than other men or what the standard is. But I've noticed that in, in, you know, for example, for the majority, naturally, you're just genetically going to be stronger than a woman. Usually, not always. You know, um, think of any woman you know, and for the most part, I'm sure you're stronger than them physically. Let's just say, for argument's sake. Now, you're in a room with a protect, with a woman who's a protector. You guys get some boxes in. Shorty got it. Shorty can handle it. But what she's, gonna, what is she going to tell you? Even if she helps, what is she going to say? She's going to expect your help because you're the man.
0: More than, you know? more than, more than half the time.
1: More like, than half the time.
0: Out of ten, more
1: than right. five times. And I'm not saying that she cannot do that. She cannot do it. But it's mm-hmm. like where she can do it, you can do it two times easier. Not because of lack of intelligence or not even necessarily lack of strength, but because it literally, it comes easier to you, man. You lift now, the box generally, yeah. not always, because, you mm-hmm. know, there are, women, there are men who are um, less physically um, capable than women because I've seen some strong-ass shoulders. am sure. I've been physically abused by some. Hey, um, oh, chill. See <laughs> <that> later. <laughs> But um, you know, it's things like that, um, like naturally yeah, yeah Let, let's let's best. hold it off
0: right there, yeah that, that's a great example I, I'm glad you brought that up, and to still pause on the phrase, man up because we're still on this, I don't want to forget right right um the, the example of of the box, yeah, that's a great example I wanna extend that example by saying, again, personally, I think that the way people describe a man is extremely limiting.
1: Yeah, I believe I Now,
0: I now men, like peers, man to man, limit each other
1: based on that definition. They definitely do, which is something I try not to do. Women, my definition.
0: Yeah, but also based on your example and based on our reality of being men, Mm -hmm. Women also limit us based on that definition as well.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Now, that causes many problems because... So many problems. On that example, like, if we see a woman, because I know you for many years, I know how you feel about it. And I agree with you. If we see a woman carrying a large box, not even necessarily struggling with the large box we have the inclination to help
1: out mm-hmm. yeah it's why? like a natural the reason I, why i, I, I know why honest...
0: but it's rhetorical no, because but... there's
1: also there's also like there's also certain things that play into how you are personally you know because not every man is going to think oh i need to help her some men are going to be assholes some men aren't necessarily assholes but they might think oh she looks she looks like she got it you know yeah, but me but, personally i'm like but
0: even the reason why you think that that Guy is an asshole for not helping. Just leads to the fact that it's limiting. Definition.
1: True, but I mean in the sense that it depends on how you do it because there's there's a guy who's the asshole and doesn't help. There's a guy who simply doesn't help because he's aware that she can do it herself. And then there's a guy who like jumps to to help. You know what I mean? An asshole would be like, oh fuck that! Like she's going home. whatever What
0: that's but what that's what I'm
1: saying. Like even that like guy, as as a, as any person, like you know. Because I would hope that if a woman sees a woman carrying a box. Well, you said she wasn't struggling. I get it. But at least, you know, like open a door or something.
0: Angel, but that's my point. Why is that guy an asshole? If he's just, he's just like, oh, she got it. That's it.
1: Dude, if I'm a guy and I'm holding a box. And. Okay. I mean, I look like I'm struggling. You're right. In that case, you don't really have to help. I don't think a guy's an asshole. if They don't help. But in the sense that, like, you see, there's a door, right? You're, you're, you am me. I'm holding a box. I'm a guy. You see, there's a door there, and you see that I'm holding the box, and you don't open the door for me. You're an asshole.
0: That's a different scenario now. Now, you know that's I mean? no, but I'm, that- I'm
1: relating like you're an asshole regardless whether it's a woman or a man to me if you don't help out. But it's if the help is needed. Like you said, you're right, because she's not struggling. So there's the difference. If she's not struggling and she got it, then you're not necessarily an asshole, you know? And it doesn't make you any greater for going to help. Maybe it just means you're nice. Like I would essentially try to help. But I, like, honestly speaking, if I see that she is not struggling and she doesn't need any help, unless it's like my mom or my girl or something, she, I mean, she got it.
0: Do you think that majority or the majority of women that you've encountered expect men to help during that situation?
1: I encounter a lot of women, like in in, in the sense of like, like, what do you think or... based
0: on your on your general knowledge? Dating, Honestly, friendships, um, strangers. I do
1: think I do think that for the most part, I've been lucky enough, which is which is pretty dope. Um, I typically am surrounded by very strong and independent women. However, even them, there are certain things that, yes, nine out of the ten women that I know expect me to do that thing. For example. Which is funny, like I don't mind it at all, but it's funny. So you know that I work with women, all women, many women. And there are certain things that are expected of me because I am the man there, right? Mm-hmm. Like bringing up boxes, if there's like a fly or a spider or whatever, I'm the one who's supposed to kill it. You know, um, if, oh, Angel, go check on the door. If something's going on, go check on the door or go lock the door or this and that, because I'm the man. Now, not to say that it probably wouldn't get resolved or checked or moved or picked up if I wasn't there, but because I'm there, their initial reaction is like, oh, you're the man. You know what I mean? Which brings me to the point that you brought up. And I agree. So if I'm less physically capable or if I'm also afraid, then that makes me less of a man in their eyes. You know? Um, yes. And I know because so, I've seen it in comparison yeah. to other men that, that have been around. That's, I'm glad you
0: bring up that point. So so being a man, again, in my opinion, and actually I'll extend it in, in society's opinion, um, being a man is really differentiating or or separating oneself from being a woman. Right. So your actions are really antithesis of what would a woman do in this scenario Mm -hmm. Um, by doing that? You see how society says that these actions of being a man. And by men performing these actions, it's like, Mm. it's like being dominant in that position.
1: Right. Exactly. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. I understand what you mean. Like, um, being a man means you're dominant. Mm-hmm. You're dominant in whatever sense. You you dominate your emotions, because you know, man ain't supposed to cry. Man ain't Perfect. To Perfect. So mm-hmm. so
0: so, what you said earlier, uh, man up. Tell mm-hmm. me more about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Man up means you got to be tough. There's no woman version for this, I believe. Nowadays, it's it's a bit more. Um, It's a bit more of a thing, but man up means, yo, you're a man. That means you're supposed to be able to take anything physically or emotionally or whatever the case may be. Um, Man up. Climb up to that pedestal.
0: What's so sad?
1: What's so sad is that that
0: phrase is told
1: to young boys. Don't get me wrong before we touch that subject. Do Mm -hmm. not get me wrong. I feel like there is a way to say it if you're emotionally intelligent, I guess, let's call it that. That uh, I understand it and it's true. You are uh, But for me, it means something different. It means give yourself value. It means stand up, things happen. It doesn't mean do not cry. It doesn't mean don't be afraid. It doesn't mean, no, no. To me, it means you go against that adversity and you power through it. It doesn't mean you don't feel these things. It doesn't mean you can't, You'll throw yourself on the floor, cry for two days. No, it means that after you've done crying, you stand up and you keep it pushing. You know what I mean? It means um, that when yeah. you are afraid, you 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 um find the strength to you know go against what you're afraid. And but that could also be used by women.
0: But let's be honest: the way we know man up, the way it was told to us, the oh, yeah, totally it, it continues to be told to young boys, and Men of all ages. That's not what it's saying.
1: That's not what it's saying at all. No, the way the way it's sold to even myself, uh, you know, and and I I had a pretty decent upbringing in the sense that uh, sure there were uh, you know things generational things that were thrown on me because they were brought there, but you could definitely sense a, a great like breaking of the wheel type thing with my mom that she was attempting to you know. But there were some things, man, that would just seep them deep. You know what I'm saying? And there's some things in us that are still there. You know, we can just do our best. Um, And so on and forth, so forth, our sons and daughters, etc. But, yeah, man up for me, man, it was like, every time I heard it, and I guess it's kind of like super traumatic. Because every time I heard it, nothing mattered. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just thought, yo, I got to man up. Meaning whatever the fuck I feel, don't worry about it. Whatever's in front of me. Don't worry about it. Even if I did, you know, I just had like, yo, somebody's somebody's telling you to man up. Keep in mind. It's not just you and your mind, like, yo, I gotta push up. No, somebody's like, oh, so to them, I'm not being man enough, is what I is what I took as a kid. Oh, so I'm not manning up. It means, you know, part of the expression, I'm being a little bitch. I gotta man up. You know? So that meant neglecting my emotions a lot of times, um, neglecting what I felt, it definitely drove me to stupid decisions. In a sense where like, dude is like duh, twice my size. I got no business fighting this guy or whatever because it's occurred, but I got to man up. I came out safe out of that altercation. <laughs> Wilton, if you ever hear this, I forgive you, man. It's cool. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, at, during the, this occurrence and after, I was thinking, why would I do that? Like it was stupid, but because my manhood was on the line i had to man up
0: so so, yeah. so like i i would say like absolutely right Neg- neglecting your emotions is like mm-hmm. the number one thing of manning up right. and along with that it would be neglecting your emotions but confronting the adversary with with strength with force. courage with force with all those qualities that we mentioned in the beginning of the episode. So it's like boxing you in to only perform in these, in my opinion, again, negative ways. I agree. But since you mentioned your past, I, I, I didn't think of this before or when we were planning the episode, uh, but since you mentioned your past, a light bulb went into my mind, mm. you know, knowing your mother, Knowing our culture, Dominican culture, knowing the things that you're into, and let's face it, your idol, Romeo. Oh, fuck, I went through that. How was it like? And don't bullshit me here, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not here for that shit today. I know mm. you were boxed in as a little boy. For I know, sure. I know you were taught to be a man, and the rules that you were told. Those traditional rules you and I know mm-hmm. and you you'll soon share them but but can you tell me a little bit about that can you can you think of a time See, as a little boy where, where you felt those things
1: I definitely do have those things, but like I had explained to you the the slight difference there, even with you is that you know we did have those parents that were kind of trying to break that generational wheel, which means that in certain aspects, whether I was told those things or not in some way, shape, or form, they were kind of fixed or tried to be polished up. You get what I'm saying? So, like, uh, it happens till this day, bro. Like, the example I'm going to give you isn't isn't from the past. The example I'm going to give you is now. So, I was uh, absolutely. You know, I, I spent, um, and I'm just going to bring it up because it occurred when I was young. But it, it, the fact that my mom still does it is like, all right. So, I was uh, quarantined at my mom's place, and. Uh, so my sister's sitting on the table with me, my younger sister's sitting on the table with me, and my mom brought me my food. Typically, I don't even like that, to be honest, honestly speaking, I like to get it on my own. You know, it's nice sometimes when she when she does it, because she does it like love and shit, so I kinda, I'm cool with that, because she really brings it and it's totally different when she said set, the setup is just, you know. So I eat my food, boom, great. Now I'm working at, at the same time from home, so, you know, I put my plate to the side, finish up something that I'm working at. My mom goes, Natalie, there's a man on the table to get his plate. So I kind of stop her from it. And I'm like, she, she didn't say it that rudely, you know, but that was pretty much what she said. So the I stopped Yeah, like, the
0: message was received.
1: Right. So I stopped my sister and I go, listen, you can take the plate to the kitchen for me if you want. And I appreciate it. But you're not doing it because I'm a man. You, you can do it because you want to. I'm your brother. You want to do something nice. Doesn't matter, but it is not your duty to take my plate. It's very appreciated regardless, but that's not your duty. And I'm like, you can take your plate for anyone if you're doing it because you wanna be kind, that's fine. Same way a man can do it for you, you know? Uh, and that was something that, and I told my mom, I was like, you know what, actually you're right. I'm like, cause I'll be damned if I go to a house in the future and I see like, you know, my sister's husband or a man or boyfriend, or whatever. Waiting on her to get the plate, I'll be like, "You don't lost your fucking mind." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing that was always there when I was a kid. It was on um, the certain treatment that a man should um get. Same way with the size of the plates. So you mm-hmm. know, there's these you you dude. We grew up with these plates, man. There's like the, the regular size plates, and there's like bowls, but then there's the the really flat, long, big ass plates. Hate eating on those shits, man. I don't know why. I'm always searching my food on those because I'm a man. I got to eat, you know, like a man. And I just, it just made no damn sense. For science one time, I put the food in the regular plate and then put it in the big plate. I'm like, it's around the same food. This don't make no damn sense. But <laughs> those, that's one of the things, you know, those customs where, like, we need to be treated like kings. Granted, I agree. Just not in the sense that they think, you know, it, you should treat your partner or or your man with respect and kindness. But that's the thing that goes both ways. You know, um, not a problem if you take your man's plate off the table and go clean it. But the same goes for a man. It's not a problem if your man takes the, your plate off the table and goes and cleans it. It's just don't feel like you have to because he's a man, you know. So a lot of men think that that is a part of manhood. They grow up thinking, okay, you got to take the plate off my off my table. If you don't do that, you're not satisfying me as a man, therefore not giving me a place as a man. So they may feel less madly because I was like, oh, so she's not treating me like a man should be treated, quote unquote. You know? So that's one of the things that that I grew up with, man. I'm interested to, to hear one of yours. Maybe we can yeah. defer.
0: Growing up, man. So, so, mine is completely different because you know I, I don't have any siblings that are girls or women, right. Um, and I was raised for the most part by my mom and my aunts. right Of course, my older brothers played a part into it. You know, my older brother, my older brother is um, eight years older than I am, and right. then the other one is six years older than I. Am. So while they had their influence on me greatly, you know, they were also doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, trying to learn. So
0: exactly. So so growing up, or now that I'm older, I acknowledge the privilege that I had because I was a boy, and then turned the man living in the household that it was just my mom and my aunt.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
0: I was never like I I never had the chores. Of house duties, like cleaning right. the house, um doing dishes, cooking, or even or even to the extreme of making my own bed he now was, I'm, he was mama's little boy. no, no, I'm not saying that I never did it.
1: What I'm right. saying
0: is that it was never enforced upon me. yeah exactly. Sure. other duties were enforced that are absolutely that absolutely aligns to what we believe or and also what society believes in tradition goes with what a man is supposed to do Mm -hmm. taking out the trash you know your traditional stuff like you mentioned killing insects and stuff like that in the house but acknowledging those privileges you know later in my life really like opened my eyes to to the disparities that there is and the disparities that we that we live, shit is insane, bro.
1: Yeah, for sure, bro. Like you mentioned, see, they're, they're, it's intriguing because we kind of end up in the same result, but there are differences. Where there are certain areas where I lacked that proper um, tutelage of how to be a man, you didn't, and vice versa. See, me, I had to do all, all my damn chores. <laughs> they were very enforced, like, you know, wash your dishes. Slightly less enforced as they were on my sister, I'll be honest. They were slightly less enforced as they were on my sister. But they were still enforced. You know, uh, wash your dishes, stay clean. My mom was very adamant about that. And I don't mean like just shower, no. Just shower, you know, your nails, your face. You know, um, you're supposed to be clean too. And obviously after she gave me good reason, I began to do so. She said, how you think girls are gonna pay attention to you if you're not clean? And I said, In fact, you know, those things were enforced on me and making your bed and stuff like that. She did. She did enforce those things on me. However, because I was raised with sisters, you definitely saw the difference of importance that she placed for certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my mom was pretty laid back after, like, the fourth kid. I don't know. She started getting kind of, you know, like, all right, maybe fucked up the first time. Didn't quite get it the second time. The third time I was good at it. The fourth, it'll be great because after that, you know, she started doing things a little differently. And what's wild is, is that she used to enforce certain things on us. And then at a certain point, I guess, she thought differently about those things. But guess what? Now you got 10, 11, 12, 13 years on a person, knowing what you taught them in the past, believing it to be right, Mm -hmm. you know? So obviously she's older, so it's easier, you know, she's like, okay, I get this and this, and she's switching. But it's like, but when you say that a woman's supposed to treat me this way, then you say no, equal. You know, it should be equally. But I already got these ten years, eleven years. It's yeah. It's a I'm learning process. Like, so what's process. right or what's wrong? Mm-hmm. So at that at that point, um, that is that was the point that I struggled with my manhood the most because it was always a confliction as to how can I remain a man, how can I be a man, the manly man that everyone wants me to be, but also not let the bullshit, you know, uh not be blurred by the bullshit. Like, it's like, there are certain things that I do not need to be a man. I know and that. Bro, and, bro, it is a continuous effort that we have to do. It's not it's like a, we're yeah, done. sure. No, you don't just get like, okay, I'm a man, and then boom. You know, it's funny that you say that because when I was younger, I did think that. You know, I'm like, all right, what I need, hairs on my balls, hairs on my face, get a little taller, get a little, you know, get, a, get some girls, my boys you know, get a job. That. My My voice deeper, yeah. Mm -hmm. Got the beard. And then I'm like, I got all these things at a certain point. And like, I am a male. That's absolute. But to me, I do not quite consider myself a man yet. Because I hold a true man, just like a true woman, should be, you know, something respectable, something um, that you want to be like, not necessarily for the attributes that we're used to. Because believe it or not, to me, if you're a man who can make peace, you impress me much more than a man who can fight. You know, so certain things that I believe in break away from the tradition and society. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so so since we're narrowing down on this first part of, of this topic, we're going to release the second part in a few days. I want to ask you, I mean, you touched upon it a little bit just now. but mm-hmm. But if you were to add some qualities to to the definition of what does it mean to be a typical man, the way right. society looks upon it, what are some of the qualities that you would add to that?
1: Like that typically, that that like how, how I feel or how society puts it to themselves? If
0: there is some um, some things that you could cross out from both sides, because like, to ah. be frank, like, to be frank, like, you have some of those, or you believe some of the things that society believes that a man should be. Yeah, yeah. Some of yeah, it, some sure. of it.
1: But but what would you add to that? You know what's a big one? One of the biggest ones that not only society says, but I'm starting to believe, because fuck. One of the biggest things that I've been not only told, but I see, is that a man Needs to drive. Man gotta have his license, <laughs> I was told by uh, a good friend of mine at a bar. He said, Oh man, you need a license. You know, that's one thing you gotta get. You a man when you start driving. And I thought, shit. You would add that 25. I don't have a driver's license. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I I, I get the feel, you know. I understand, like, and it's not even because of what society thinks, because I don't mind. You yourself know, like, for whatever reason, the women that I'm involved with drive. You know, so I'm here, like, hey. You know, driving you around. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so you do you feel that makes you less of a man? Not typically,
1: not typically less of a man. I own it. I don't mind it. You know, I don't mind it, but at the same time, it's like.
0: but But if you drove would that make you drove,
1: more of a man? I don't believe it'd make me more of a man. I just believe um, I'd have the chance to do things that I'd want to. You know, so I think the the lack of capability is what makes me feel like less of a man. And not necessarily like, like it makes me feel like less of a man, but it's like, damn, yo. Like, you know, fuck. Um, and it doesn't, I don't mind what she thinks. I don't mind what society thinks. It's me to myself. You know, like, I'm like, shit. Like, I'm you could confused. say it, and I, you could say it, I know, I know. You could say it, and I wouldn't be offended by it, right? Like, I don't mind if you think any, you know, because you drive and stuff like that, and you could say it, it wouldn't affect me. I wouldn't be bothered by you saying it. But I, me I'm confused.
0: I'm confused because you're, basically, what you just said right now is you not having the ability to drive blocks you from doing the things that you want to do as a man. In general, really. In general. So then, is it the driving that is a hurdle for you to reach those things? Or is it you just not doing those? Or is it this like is, not doing those is,
1: things? This is where the mixture comes from how society views men and I, how I view it. Okay, okay. With anything that I can't do, I feel that way. But since driving is so important and it's so, it's like basic and not only basic, a necessity really like that's where that's my take on it but there are other things like that that i probably probably can't do but it's just like you know like when i was younger you always saw like that cool guy come and, and you know pick the girl up in high school or, or you sit on or my sister's older brother um, my older sister's uh, boyfriend come and get her in the car and it was like okay you get to open your door for your shorty this and that you know you get to take what you want she can depend on you that's maybe that's my thing like the dependability like but then again, it's not only for women or feeling like a man or anything like I want you to be able to depend on me in that sense, you know, which again, I believe it's another trait, but I think it's it's something that I falls under both, just yeah. how dependable you can be
0: dude i'm I'm excited in part two, we're really going to yeah. go in you You shared you know being dependable, being a yes. protector these things, you know, being courageous that
1: maybe I have some second opinions about, but
0: the We're people are gonna out. have to
1: wait. We're <laughs> gonna find out. Cause you see, I've been interrogated. I've been massacred with questions. It's my turn, man. It's my turn to have some fun and I'm, I'm not gonna make it easy on you. For those of you watching, you know that I always catch them slipping. Cause he's always, you know, he does a little research. He got his little computer and he always knows what's up. Got my right? little computer. And he's like, and he's like, I got this. You know, he's like, I got boom, 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 this is this question, this and this question. Like, watch me fuck Angel up. And then I hit him with some shit I think on the spot and he just doesn't know how to act. You you guys have seen it. You've heard the silence in the episodes, man. I asked the hard questions.
0: What if what if I tell you I already know what you're gonna ask?
1: Oh shit. I would I would believe you. <laughs> I would believe you. But you know, most people would be like, what the fuck? But it's like, man, we got what? 10, 11, yeah. 12 years, whatever it is. Like, we kind of get, you know, we've had we've had these conversations before, in a sense. Right. Um, it's been a while since we've had them. So now we've mm-hmm. collected more data, I guess. But um, we know each other well, so it wouldn't surprise But, however, what if I told you that some things that I'd ask you would surprise you? Maybe questions that you wouldn't expect. Touche,
0: touche. Uh, <laughs> Yo, but, you well, know, again, to, to close off, what I would add... To the definition of what it means to be a man, what society thinks a man should be, and or however we've used that throughout this episode is right. I would add that one, obvious, a man should be emotional, should let For their sure. emotions free without any judgment. Judgment, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel that a man should be shy or or is allowed to be shot without any judgment again for sure yeah and something that that maybe you might not believe in, or maybe because what you said earlier i'll bring it up Mm -hmm. i think that a man should connect with people on a deeper level and have conversations that quote unquote do not matter now i say that I say that because in the
1: beginning you were talking about gossip. But that's there's a difference in that, and you know it. (laughs) You know, uh, in in the sense of gossiping, gossiping isn't good. Women shouldn't do it either. However, I say that
0: my bad. I say that because, like, who are you to say that those conversations
1: don't matter? If you're talking about someone else's business in a negative way. That's not okay. You know what I mean? That's what I'm tending to say. It's not okay with women either. And I'm not say- even saying that it's accepted. I'm just saying that it's common. You know what I mean? So we're, like, used to that. Not saying it's okay because we're used to that. But we kind of just, like, women are going to be women. You know, because you've done it, you know? But man. when a man does it, not only it's equally as bad, but it's just kind of like, dude, don't waste your time with that. You know what I mean? Like, don't even indulge in that. Women shouldn't either. But like I said, it's just common. We see it with women. However, you can turn certain things like that into a positive conversation. Gossiping is one thing, but having a conversation on a matter is a different thing. I agree with that. You know, if, if it's a productive conversation on a matter or it has a positive outcome on the matter, that's different. Because I highly believe in men um, engaging in conversations, deep conversations. We have this podcast because of it, you know? Breaking away from what is manly and what is not. I've had conversations with friends. Hell, when you've been there, they end in tears. Yeah. But like I said, and I stick to it, man. You shouldn't be gossiping, period, because it's annoying. Trust me, I hate it when women talk about me. I I really want,
0: I really want moms to to play football. I want dads to play Barbie dress up.
1: Yeah, little boys like. Yo, nah, nah, you just hit some topics, man. You hit some topics that we got to get with that. With, we oh, will. Because <laughs>
0: that
1: just sh- struck me in the <laughs> gender role direction. I, I just I threw
0: it in there to, to spark some. Dude, shit. That, that's good stuff. Yo, let me share these two little bars that I have from a poem yeah, that I bars, haven't man. finished. But I'll share it because, you know, we still have the second part and I have a longer piece to share in the second part. Right. Um. So. Again, I have not finished this poem. It's literally like two or three bars. There's no title to it, but it relates to what we 're talking about. So here it goes on my third bottle of wine. still, I say I'm doing fine i'm a man, so I lie. At least that's what they say. That's why I smile when I'm crying inside from day to day again still not finished but i just I, I felt the urge to share that honestly
1: right now. honestly if you i'm not saying you should stop but i'm just saying if you were to stop right there i would still enjoy that very much
0: there's a lot to that
1: there's there's so much to that on my it's, third bottle of wine men usually are known for drinking exactly wine. i mean they're i think know. they're there's wrong the there's, there's, there's 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 a lot to it and and you it's short, you know, but there's so much to it. Um So I ask anyone who's heard of Sopa's work, particularly that poem, just dissect the shit out of that. And also, if you haven't heard, Nostalgia oh, is out, shit. written by Albert Garcia. You can find it in Amazon. Ah, right, yo, let's close by up. Nostalgia. So we
0: could, we got to record the second part right now, right?
1: That was a fantastic piece, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, we're about Thank to record you. it right now because we ain't got shit else to do with the Rona. All right.
0: Yo, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sofa underscore worldwide.
1: You can find me on Instagram at the underscore kid angel and you can catch us on our podcast Instagram at Indigo Voices Podcast. If you see it, follow it. I'm tired of all that. Like, yo, your podcast is dope. Yeah. Uh, of my things. Follow it. Yo, we also have the Twitter podcast. We do have the Twitter podcast, which is get at- on that voices indigo i know that, don't, ask, don't ask me why they made us flip the shit i don't fuck with it but hey we're on there so if you want to you know dm us do what you like just interact with us because we love you guys and we know you love us just show it don't don't make this a toxic relationship between you and us guys all right we usually close it up a little differently give you guys our uh final words or the Lesson that you should take from this, but given from the fact that we're still letting the juices flow and we're trying to figure things out, we're going to highlight you guys in the next episode.
0: Word, I'll see y'all in a couple days.
1: <laughs> Much love.